Hey, this thing is tough, man. It's tough, this thing. Even at the university, it's the morning routine university. Hey, it's still recording, yeah? 49 minutes, yeah? Basically, like what we do is in the context of leadership and entrepreneurship. So I'm not sure if you know much about the podcast, but it's basically to help leaders and entrepreneurs on their journey and help them execute and, you know, get the necessary mindset. And this is only the beginning. Today's guest is the Chief Vision Officer of Cross Oceans Media, the very company that does all the editing and the behind the scenes of the podcast to make sure that the podcast truly sounds world class. Uh, They are also hosting our online webinar on the 15th of January. It's a brilliant company and they do a whole range of a wide variety of services including poster design, video editing, and so on. And he also works with us at Learn Smart Education as he's the vice president and head of media of the company uh, in, in the development of our online platform, which will be released soon. Uh, he's played a heavy hand in all that. So I am very pleased and honored to be chatting with the man himself, very difficult man to find, Dolph Nekunda. Uh, Ash, thanks, uh, thanks for the for the welcome. Hey, this thing is it's tough because you know we've had guests here, and like now being on the other side, it's different. I'm starting to feel how the metal felt because hey, what do you say? You know, after being introduced. <laughs> yeah, I was I was also feeling a bit weird, uh, you know, welcoming you to the podcast because you know you're here every single week. Uh, editing the videos and all the audio and stuff so <laughs> you've honestly been here uh, but I think this is a conversation that a lot of people are looking forward to you know a bit of a glimpse of course behind the scenes of what we do in our you know I think one of the most important things is how we think mentally and how we operate as well so of course it's the new year and it's the first interview that we have of the year we have a lot of changes that we've already announced that we're going to do to the podcast and i know that a lot of people are entering the new year having made new year's resolutions of course the key to those resolutions are essentially removing bad habits and replacing them with the good ones and something that a lot of people are unaware of is practically every single thing we do on a daily basis revolves around our habits. So for those who are looking to be successful with their resolutions and actually meeting them at the end of the year, how does one go about learning, relearning and unlearning habits? Um, thank you for the question. And I think the first step is um, intention. We, we really have to be intentional about the way we live and the things that we do. So, I don't know, let me put it like this. There are three main things 
that are involved in doing anything, which is mindset, motivation, and the method. So with the mindset, we look at um, the belief system. It's easy to believe that habits require a lot of effort and that that's difficult and all that. And it is true, you know, but in order to make a real change, you have to believe that you are capable of adopting new habits. You know, um, I think belief plays a crucial part in the things that we're able to do and to make them stick. Secondly, it's motivation, the why. Uh, you know, you always say it and you always refer to something similar about starting with the why. So, like, you have to have reasons of why you want to adopt this new habit and it has to matter to you, it has to be meaningful. And thirdly, it's method, which is basically taking action. Uh, you can't adopt a new habit if you if you don't do it, you know. Um, so the easiest way and the most effective way that I've learned is through the Kaizen method, which is basically taking small steps. It has to be, make sure that the habit that you're adopting is stimulating enough and don't make it overwhelming because when it's overwhelming, you'll feel like you're not able to do it and this will just take you down a spiral way now you are in the habit of not taking action so the trick is to build on top of existing habits that you have or adopt a habit that promotes good habits and for me that has been things like journaling so from personal experience i've learned that it is better to start a new habit than to stop one so replacing a habit for another one is essentially the way to go you know, I don't think people, you know, really understand how important habits are, especially in just determining who we are as people and what we actually go on to achieve. You know, habits can be stuff that either limit you in your life, stop you from doing certain things or prevent you, not because you can't, but because you've built up so many strong habits that you're no longer able to. And of course, the opposite is true habits can you know accelerate your growth you know put you in places that you never thought you could be or complete things that you never thought you could do in your life because of you know the habitual changes you've made even if it's just a habit of always trying to improve you know that in itself is a habit and everything is a habit and you broke it down so well there Dov. you know i i, I truly do you know feel people should be having their notepads and pens out for this conversation because a lot of thought-provoking stuff and content is going to be spoken about and a lot of people might not know this but of course we are part of a lot of projects together uh, from everything that we do on you know or in learn smart rather to every single thing we're doing in cross oceans and of course all the stuff in between and the new projects that we're working on for the year and one thing that we really pride ourselves on is our ability to learn and of course be lifelong learners and I'd love for you to just explain, you know, to every single person listening, why learning is so important and what learning actually is. Okay, and uh, before I answer that, I also just want to expand. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've also experienced that, that uh, bad habits are actually easier to adopt than good ones. So we also have to be aware and, you know, when I say intention, it's, it's, it's a daily thing, you know, this is something that you have to do on a daily basis and you have to be aware of, you know, when you're doing a bad habit, I think it's catching yourself when you're in that habit and it starts with little things of 
you noticing it and not wanting to continue that habit anymore. And uh, just diving back into learning, I think learning is important for a variety of reasons. You know, um, we live in a fast-moving world with constant changes. So learning helps us to remain um, competitive, relevant, and it actually motivates us to be more productive. Because if you think about it, whenever we feel like we do not have the necessary skills uh, or capabilities to do something, we tend to develop a negative mindset. So we go back to the belief system where we just go down a rabbit hole. You know, uh, if I can't do this right now, it's like, what else can I do? Oh, if I can't do it, let me not do it at all. Let me just give up. Let me not, you know, it's it's a cycle. It builds on, I don't know how to put it, but you know, it, it just keeps on stacking up and we feel paralyzed at the, at the thought of even doing something. So the more we learn, the more we feel inspired and motivated we are and we tend to take on new challenges and we develop an open mind uh, or rather a growth mindset which uh, Carol Dweck would put it as uh, the not yet mentality you know it's, I'm not good at this yet it just puts a perspective that anything you do can be improved and you can learn to do anything that you set your mind to so for me, learning is basically acquiring new information to update our current knowledge and skill sets, testing it out through application and evaluating it to see how we can further improve on that. Um, it's a continuous process really of addition and subtraction. I really love the definition that you gave to learning there. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a very important definition because when most people think of learning, especially us as the youth, you know, we see or think of learning as education or rather, you know, school, be it primary, secondary or tertiary education. That's that's what we see learning. But that, you know, sort of vision or that view of learning in itself is very self-limiting because we as humans are intrinsically built to learn from birth until the day that we die. We never stop learning, whether it's learning, of course, good things or bad things, but we're always learning. So I love that definition. And I truly feel as soon as people take charge of their learning and actively go and seek, you know, skills or information that will be useful in their lives, however big or small and however long it takes, then they will really be propelled to go a lot further in their life than they would if they just take a very complacent, you know, sort of approach to life and just go with the wind. So I really love that, Dov. Um, now, this topic we're always going to speak about, of course, and it's a very, very, very popular one, especially in our country and continent, and it's the education system. So put simply, our education system has numerous flaws, of course, it's not a problem that's unique to SA or to Africa, but it's a massive problem, especially in our country. You know, and our public education system is not up to standard. And the difference between students who come from well-off backgrounds in private schools to those in public is starting to widen. And of course, with COVID coming in and, you know, all these different challenges which were faced, uh, the gap has only widened since then. And of course, we in Learn Smart, you know, we're really looking to rectify that and really focus in that area because a lot of advancements in education, especially online education, focus on, you know, the private institutions who are able to afford. Um, so where would you say 
our education system falls apart and what can we but more so we as the youth what can we do about it um you know as you said uh, the education system is like it's not up to standard you know and with covid it accelerated the digital migration and you know converting everything to online and you know that in itself requires a specific set of skills and a certain mindset that you know it takes time to develop uh, from my view so i'd say the biggest flaw in the education system is that it has not been updated over the years you know to meet the demands of the current society innovations in so many industries have been developed but the education system is still the same i'm pretty sure like the the, the topics the subjects and the method of how things are done in primary are the same as they have been when we were doing primary you know so each generation essentially faces the same challenges going into adulthood as the previous generations but uh, the effects are more detrimental now because of the progression in all other areas of the world so i believe that as the youth even throughout adulthood i don't think we ever stop learning we have to be proactive in our learning we have to take matters in our own hands and take responsibility in educating ourselves um there are many resources available on that you know, and also videos books uh, trial and error you know, practical knowledge where you just try something out for yourself and you learn from that and uh one thing we also have to do is update our learning processes you know uh, the education system is focused on what we should be learning you know our um, maths science uh, physics you know it, it, it's focused on the what and they ne- neglect how to learn you know uh, we're not taught how to learn we're not taught how to process information we're not taught how to be problem solvers we're not taught how to be uh, what does creative and all that so we have to update our learning processes ourselves and you know no one it's no one's responsibility except the old you know after this quote that says uh be the change that you want to see so i think just being proactive in all those things and using all the resources available to us we are able to turn the tables into our uh, into our favor no i love that i love that and you know i really do agree uh, of course i do because i mean we work together but uh you know when you speak about how outdated our education system you know truly is and i remember in one of the research papers that we read when we were still doing our research back last year you know i think we we covered a lot more than 100 sources um but in one of those papers they spoke about covid actually you know was the opportunity for south africa to upgrade or improve the education system and more so the curriculum you know that was a vital vital key opportunity that you know obviously we still haven't missed we're still within it uh but you know that focus just needs to shift from you know providing access which of course is important but to actually upgrading the curriculum in itself because there's no point in improving access to an outdated curriculum 
and yes i mean people definitely should take charge of their learning because you know it's just like Vusi Temewai always you know preaches you know if you focus on your limitations or things that prevent you from doing something then that in itself is the problem whereas if you just see it acknowledge it but then find a solution forward on how to combat it and how to be the greatest version of yourself then you know you go a lot further so we can't sit back as the young generation and just be like you know the education system is broken or the education system has left us this this and that nothing i can do about it that in itself is true and nothing is going to be done about it we need to be active you know and we need to actually say hey this is my situation but that's about it you know how do i go about changing this how do i go about improving how do i be the best version of myself so i love that 100% and of course when we speak education we must talk about the brain you know and i know this is one of your sort of areas of focus here the brain is one of the most powerful weapons we as humans have and it can literally either make you or break you and of course you're involved in studying the brain you know actually going in depth and understanding how it works and operates so how important would you say it is to know about the brain and how it operates and how does one have their brain work with them in whatever they're trying to do um hey yeah that's a that's a very good uh, a question and you know even even when you it's like the more you learn about the brain the more you even realize that uh, what you don't know you know so like they spend a lot of topics that are still covering but you know the 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 progress is very interesting so firstly when you learn about the brain you start to realize just how much we limit ourselves because of a lack of knowledge about you know our our beliefs about the brain are outdated we still have like beliefs that maybe we've got from movies or you know there's an example is us using only 10% of our brain you know and like there's there's theories around that even 40% but essentially we have access to 100% of our brain it's just some people use it better than others so it's like there's a trained mind and an untrained mind so the more you read you start to expose yourself to the lies that you have about what we can do and you're introduced to a new tool let's take back to our belief system you know <laughs> i think i'm going to repeat the whole mindset motivation and method so through learning about the brain you develop a new belief system which motivates you to test new limits that you can achieve and through that you learn new methods to make it easier faster and even better so um through that you develop a habit of active learning you know um the books and the videos that I've learned encourage that you practice the things that you do and uh, you, this habit can easily translate to other areas of your life. You know, um, there's this quote from the Bible that uh, what you do in private, the Lord shall uh, reward you in public. So I feel like it's one of those habits that you practice in one area and it just, it's an automatic process to other areas. And you know, as I speak, you know, even the way I articulate myself, it, it would seem as though the process is complicated, or that it requires a lot of energy and time, all that. But the reality becomes like automatic. It feels uh, intuitive, you know. And I think everyone wants to progress and they want to do what's good and what's best for them. So when you read about these things and all the such, uh, what does when you read about all this 
uh, improvements that you can do and all the capabilities and all the things that you are capable of, it really becomes a, a no-brainer, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, so you ask how one can get the brain to work with them and or work for them. It's really simple, you know. Um, just learn a bit more about the brain. Um, you don't have to study the brain or just be obsessed about it, but you know, just updating some of your knowledge, just current methods, uh, current uh, tools, you know, just update what you believe the brain can do. There's things like memory, you know, it just believes that as we grow older, our memory becomes bad or our ability to learn starts to depreciate. And that's actually not true. You know, um, our memory through practice can become more and more better. It's just that we are exposed to a lot of challenges, things like the, the digital age, you know, we have access to a lot of information, but we don't have updated ways to process this vast knowledge of information that's out there, you know, and uh, we diminish our ability to make decisions, you know. when Whenever people have, have a decision to make, we, we delegate that responsibility to the internet, you know, we ask, how can I do this, what should I do, and this and this, you know. So it, it just diminishes our ability to to make decisions for ourselves. So there's a lot of things that actually limit us and prevent us from reaching our full potential. So uh, I'd say the more you learn, the more you start to remove, you know, as I said, learning is about adding and subtracting. So you, you know what you should be uh, subtra- uh, subtracting and what you should be adding into your arsenal. And through that process, you become more in control of your brain and your mind. And you start to do things at a subconscious level. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone could have broken that down any better. Um, and, you know, of course, we speak about, you know, the brain at such great lengths, me and you. I really would advise it to every single person listening, uh, not to necessarily study or know its full operation, but just have a basic understanding of how it works and just change your perception of a lot of things on the brain and how we as humans operate. Um, so thank you. That is such invaluable information right there. And as an entrepreneur or a leader, uh, of course, you know this the best. Our schedules are insanely busy and hectic. Uh, but one of the most effective methods of de-stressing is meditation, something that I actually learned from you. So how do you meditate, Dolph? And how do you recommend people actually get into meditation? Uh, yeah, meditation is a, it's a beautiful thing. And you know, there, there's many reasons to do it. Um, but one of my main motivators is the neuroscience behind meditation. So my meditation practice is really simple. It's 15 minutes every day. And that's the actual key, you know, every day. You have to show up every single day to really enjoy the benefits of the practice. There are periods where I would meditate for like 80 minutes, an hour on occasions and all those things. But my baseline uh, remains to be 15 minutes of daily meditation. So what I do is I just focus on my breath. You know, I bring my attention to my breath, breathing in and breathing out. And you know, you know how it is. You know, our mind likes to be all over the place. So we start to think about other things and just go on uh, 
I don't know, man. Your mind just goes to other places and your responsibility or what I do is that I just remind myself to focus on my breath and I do that. So the whole point of my meditation practice is to keep bringing my attention back to my breath. So um, whoever wants to start, they can start small. Um, remember the Kaizen method. So you start small, five minutes every day. And I think everyone, no matter how tight your schedule is, anyone can spare five minutes for their health you know <laughs> it's a no-brainer again and don't be fixated on the results you know um i think if we focus more on the effort towards the result it becomes more better and more beneficial for us uh, so give yourself enough time you know according to neuroscience it takes about two months for the effects to start taking place in your brain and uh, but from my experience you can enjoy certain benefits even earlier than two months more just with consistent practice and like the challenges with meditation is this whole thing of like don't don't expect your mind to be quiet i don't think personally i don't think it's possible for your mind to shut off and you're not thinking about anything you know and i think that's the main challenge to meditation people think that uh, they're doing it wrong or something like that so i feel like just allow your mind to wander and remind yourself to come back to um to your breath over and over and over and over again it's a it's a process where you, you learn you know the more you do the better you come at it so and um meditation can be done anyway you know i, I know there's like this whole stigma of you know when you meditate you have to set uh, legs crossed and all this. like there's so many rules that that's not it at all you know you can meditate in a loud environment you can meditate anywhere being in a quiet room helps you know but if you're in a space where you don't have the, 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 the luxury of uh, complete silence you know meditation can be done anywhere you can do it sitting on a chair on your couch you can do it laying on your bed you know it just goes back to that intentionality you know and over time you know just give yourself time give yourself time and over time with consistent practice it just becomes easier and easier i think one of the benefits or the, the trade is you start to separate the external environment from the internal um, environment so you, you begin to compartmentalize hey, begin to uh, group things now you, you can tell your, your thoughts from the thoughts of the external world if i can say it like that and uh, you develop interpersonal skills you know um, self uh, self-reflection introspection which are all important uh, tools to have especially when living a busy life yeah I, i couldn't agree more uh and you know i was i was a huge skeptic of meditation you know i i didn't believe in it i didn't think it worked you know but actually until i had met you you know you were really huge on meditation uh i truly began to feel you know the effects of meditation and the fact that it genuinely does work on a deeper level a more subconscious level um so i am very grateful that i actually you know started on my journey of meditation obviously largely because of your influence and to everyone listening out there i would 100 recommend that you get into meditation uh as dolph said you know you don't have to do the typical 
you know, legs crossed you, and sitting upright. I, I meditate lying down. That's personally just more comfortable for me. And I'm able to get into the relaxed state of mind easier. Uh, so meditation, there's no one uh, sort of solution fits all. You have to find what works for you. And I think that's what Dolph, you know, you also emphasize quite a bit, you know, just find the technique that works for you. Whatever works for you, use that, you know, improve it. It doesn't have to remain the same your whole life. So in closing, of course, uh, we just recently did a webinar on entrepreneurship and business management, and it was such an engaging conversation. We had Cleo Johnson, Tamara Makabana, and Ndogozo Chatrayo in the conversation. So I think I'd like to close off this episode, you know, not with our usual lessons of the day. Of course, I'd love for you to just include some lessons which you've learned on your, you know, journey, but above and beyond those lessons why should people check out that online webinar of course the link to the uh webinar uh recording is in the description below so why should people check out the webinar and what value does the webinar provide um i think one of the biggest lessons i've learned is that we, we should uh stop waiting you know, um, stop waiting to be ready. Stop waiting for someone to teach you or show you how to do something. You know, um, we, we spoke about learning throughout um, the episode. And I think it's important that we are proactive in our learning and we just start, you know, whether uh, you, you feel like you have the necessary skill set. It doesn't hurt to try to improve yourself, but the best way to learn is through experience, you know. So if you can just start, you even bypass uh, the, 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 the feeling of fear, you know, when you are fearful, uh, everything just seems exaggerated and it seems bigger than it actually is. And when you start, you start to strip away um, some of that fear. So the biggest lesson for me is just start, whatever it is, you know, don't be afraid of failure, you know. <laughs> we spoke about failure and not even uh, previous episodes and everybody has highlighted highlighted how fear can actually be used to our advantage. So, you know, look for patterns in other people and if if they could overcome their fears, if they could go on like even myself, <laughs> you know, I you know my fear about that being on public platforms, you know, like even this episode for me it is like, I was so nervous to even just come on and speak. Uh, I've delayed a lot of times and, you know, even with cameras and stuff like that. But, you know, it goes back to the belief system. If I say that I, I'm, I'm fearful, I don't do public speaking and whatnot, I'll be in this continuous uh, cycle and, you know, I'll never break out of it. But, you know, just as we, sp as we speak, you know, I just get into it and you just speak your mind and you just express yourself, basically. So, um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, because with that comes all the other lessons that we face, but they won't come until you actually start and see what what's waiting for you on the other side. And as for the webinar, it was a, it was a beautiful webinar, you know, that they shared, like, very amazing insights. Even I myself learned a lot, you know. You, 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 it's an opportunity to learn, as you said, and... Uh, Jim Quick uh, says this quote that uh, one step in any direction can change 
your entire destiny, you know. So as even as part of your New Year's resolution, this could be like that one step in the new direction that can change uh, the course of your life. And you know, they they, they touched on very based on their experiences, and they've uh, achieved a lot of successes, you know, through through challenges. Uh, and they were they were very generous with what they they, they had planned. So. Um, it's beautiful when people share what they went through in order for you to to make it easier for yourself. So if you're really interested in just uh, starting your businesses, growing your network, and just learning new approaches and new strategies to go about things, I think this is like the perfect uh, webinar to check out. And even if you haven't started, even if you're just in the idea phase and everything, I think it covers uh, for everybody within the entrepreneurship, uh, leadership, and even those in the workplace, you know, can help you within your, your company or your organization to frustrate your career and so forth. So for me, essentially, it's just a learning opportunity and it's just, it's part of that taking action, you know, when you see how other people started and how they did things, you, you start to see what's really possible and you start to want to challenge yourself. Yeah, I couldn't have ended it better. Um, I really, you know, like how you summarized, especially our event there. And it's so true, it's a learning opportunity. We only have so many, but we have to try and maximize every single opportunity that we get. Uh, you know, such great insight was brought into the event from a wide variety of different entrepreneurs. You know, we spoke on the digital world um, and how entrepreneurship fits into everything. We spoke on networking, which is such a huge area. Uh, that is not really focused on uh, and we spoke on personal branding I think is something that is so undervalued in our society currently but you know can really provide opportunity for exponential growth so definitely guys do check out the webinar and do just check out Cross Oceans Media all of uh, the pages on LinkedIn and Instagram as well of course do interact let us know what you think of the webinar and please guys uh, we really do want to know more of your thoughts of what you're thinking of our episodes and more stuff that you'd like to see. So do interact with us on the socials as well. But until next time, guys, let's continue on our journey in creating a better world.